Oh, Nigel. Hello, Jake. I can't see you. What? Can you see me? Uh, yeah, I can see you. Oh, hang on, my camera's turned off. Yeah, okay. Well, hello, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 73. I'm numbering them, so I gotta tell you what number it is, of the Jake, this of Jake Johansson podcast. I'm Jake Johansson. I'm my only sponsor. So far, so far, so good. I only have one thing that I want to tell you that I'm doing this week, and that is uh, I'm heading off to Cleveland to Hilarities at Pickwick and Frolic, and that's the... 5th through the 8th of December 2013, I'm going to be recording my new comedy special up there. So come on out and check it out. And that's it. Now I'm on to the show. It's actually um, Thanksgiving Day while I'm recording this, and I talked to Nigel the day before Thanksgiving. So we're a little back. There's a little time travel aspect to today's episode, as as sort of as always. Um, anyway, it's Thanksgiving Day. They're saying the big deal today is that uh, the stores are going to be open on Thanksgiving. What's that going to be like? And what's going to everybody's trying to get the jump on the other stores by opening first on the day after Thanksgiving? So then some of these big stores just said, "Fuck it, we're going to be open on Thanksgiving." And then pretty soon the stores won't even close on Thanksgiving, and it'll just be like just any other day. And won't that be great in the future when we can keep just shopping all the time? We never have to shut up. And stay home and talk to our families. No, wait a minute. That's what we wanted to do. That was the whole point of having the holiday in the first place, was that we would have to shut up. you got to stay home. you got to be with your family for the day. Maybe you could just take one day where you don't do all that crazy stuff that you do all the time. Just take one day and be at home with your family. Nope, I'm old-fashioned. We need to be on our phones shopping. We need to be in stores shopping on our phones comparison shopping so that we can go home and then order things on the internet that we've made a person have to show up to work to show us in a department store on Thanksgiving full of turkey. So let me tell you, if you're going out to the stores, enjoy yourself. I hope you get a lot of great bargains. I hope you did get a lot of great bargains. And I hope you took a little bit of turkey out to those poor people who have to work in the stores while you're out there shopping. Oh my Lord, I don't know. Anyway, uh, and thanks to everybody who came out to see me in Florida. I haven't even been there yet, but I'm going to have been there by the time you listen to this. Ooh, that time machine. It's a vicious, cruel mistress, as is that airplane. Let me tell you something. I'm flying to Florida to do my shows on Friday night. I'm leaving. I have to get up at my house in California at 4 in the morning to fly to Florida to do those shows. So uh, I'm not complaining. I love my job. But sometimes you got to get up earlier than farmers to go to work as a comedian. Sometimes. They don't tell you that in a brochure. You know, to be honest, there was no brochure. Uh, there was no career day. There was no brochure. There was no interview process. You have to bang around in a dirty nightclub to figure out how to do this job and, and how to get to be able to leave your house at four in the morning. And so I'm thankful that I did that. And I'm thankful that uh, I got upgraded on the way to Florida by my, all of my airline miles, courtesy of the fact that I've been doing this for a long time. So I'm thankful for my job. I'm thankful for my fans. Thank you for listening. Please enjoy this conversation that I had with Nigel, and I'll be back to tuck you in at the end. Hi, Nigel. Hi. Well, yeah, okay. You can see me? Good. Yeah, I can see it. Sweet. How do I sound? Good. Yeah, you good. sound good. Sounding good? 
Yeah, I feel like you got the volume. We finally got that tweak working for us. We got it all set. Let me just cut the Christmas lights on. Boom. Boom. Ready for action. Um, So, yeah, it's the pre-Thanksgiving show here in America. There in America. Are we recording? Are we on the air? Yeah, this is it. Oh, this is it. Okay, we're on. Yeah, we're doing it. It's tomorrow. I thought there was going to be like an intro. I thought there was going to be some kind of a... Well, there's the intro thing that I do before this where I say that you're here and it's whatever. But, you know, and then I tell, talk about my dates. Do you have any dates you want to plug? Are you going anywhere? Are you doing any, any shows? I'm going to the West Coast this weekend, but I'll already be back by the time you guys hear this. Oh, okay. Unless you're posting it today, so no. no. You guys missed it. You guys missed my shows. So for American Thanksgiving, you're going to the West Coast of what? Of Canada. Yeah, I'll be out in uh, Victoria, mm-hmm. B.C., British Columbia. Uh, beautiful country out there. Nice out there. Yeah, yeah. I hope. I don't know. Who knows? Could be. You never know. Well, we're getting. It's this crazy. Time of year, you never know. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing from the weather guy. I may not make it to Florida for my Thanksgiving post Thanksgiving shows, but I think I will. I got a lot yeah, of faith. Can, but we'll know. Just, this that'll be over by the time this is on. Yeah, I think so. Today, I just saw. It looked like uh, the Carol. I think it was the Carolinas, and they were like, "We think we had a tornado. We don't know." Like even the weather guy was like, "They don't, don't even know, know if they had a tornado. They don't even know if they had a tornado. <laughs> it was super windy, and a house blew away. Yeah, we don't know." Well, there was there was like a car. The picture was like a car flipped over in the ditch, and the weather guy was like, "It might have been a tornado." And I was like, "That should be your job to know that." But that's crazy weather. When even the weather guy's like, "I can't, I can't put my finger on it." Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I do like. I do feel like you know. It's funny to me that people are still denying that there's any kind of global climate change, and the weather guy is coming on and saying like, "I don't. I don't even know what happened." I mean, <laughs> that should be satellite. a satellite. We've got satellite images. We got the Doppler. We've got every piece of technology. I'm outside right now looking at it. Don't know. Yeah, I feel like that's hello, wake up. Something <laughs> out of the ordinary is going on. I'm not saying human beings are causing it. I'm just saying something crazy is going on. Yeah. But I think, I feel like weather's always been pretty crazy, though, right? Like, I don't know if it's worse or not, but I, I think we definitely have more monitoring of weather. You know, like, there's more people living in the middle of nowhere than there used to be. So before, like, a hundred years ago, if a tornado touched down, probably nobody saw it, right? Because there's nobody there. But now there's just more people, and that tornado probably hit a trailer park, so we definitely know about it. Yeah, because I see what you mean. We used you know to be... I mean? It used to be tornadoes would hit somewhere and there was no one there, so no one would see them. But now we've gone to the trouble of putting tor- uh, trailer parks out there. Yeah, so we're putting trailer parks everywhere. That's cr- the problem. Creating it's not the weather, Jake. We're just putting these trailer parks all mm. over the place. It's keeping tornadoes employed. Yeah, yeah, it's true. it's true. Well, I love the you know me. I love the idea of a tiny house, and a trailer is a tiny house. So I'm it into isn't. it. I used to kind of think well if you ha- if you lived in a trailer you wanted a bigger house and now i sort of feel like maybe trailer park people know what they're doing maybe i mean oh, ex- yeah. aside from the tornado danger i mean the upside is you can hook a truck up to your house and move you yeah know? when that tornado comes you just get out of the way go somewhere Although else. they never seem to do that they always seem to stay put yeah you can't outrun a tornado i mean that's true no. that's true no. but you need i to- think i'd give it a try like if i had a trailer it always they always seem to hit mobile home areas you think you just latch on real quick and just see hey say screw it let's see if we can that's a good question which would you rather be in a be in a trailer home that was you know fastened down and had a attached to a foundation sort of when the tornado hit or be be pulling the trailer home with a big suv 
down the highway when the when the tornado hits oh, you. Oh, pulling it for sure. <laughs> yeah. Because if you get picked up, it's a whole new level of awesome. Yeah. You got the truck and the trailer swirling around together, and you if can you, look. If you, you sur- can see the trailer swinging around behind you. Oh yeah. If you survive that, boy, you can write your own ticket. Yeah, that's a good story. You're making the rounds. You're on every talk yeah. show. You probably get your own. Re- I feel like that's a good reality show. Tornado <laughs> trailerman. Yeah. And the wheels hit the ground when we landed on the wheels. Of course, we had to get new tires. You burn a lot of rubber when you when you land after a tornado because sometimes the wheels are spinning the opposite direction that you're actually traveling, and so. And there was no roof on the truck anymore. That had been ripped off. That was gone. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. You can't sleep that night in the trailer home. <laughs> no, a lot of repairs. A lot of yeah, repairs. A lot of yeah. repairs. So when I texted you about getting together today, I was I referred to this thing. Did, did you look it up? Are you familiar with the knockout game? I didn't get that text. Oh, I texted you uh, pre-Thanksgiving knockout game. That's I think that's going to be the name of the show. It's going to be Thanksgiving knockout game now because it's out. Oh, okay. I just saw it now. Yeah. See, well, that's okay. Canadian-American text messaging. You think that we're all connected to the same satellite, but we're not. I think I didn't. No, I just didn't look at it. I just didn't look at my phone mm. until it didn't pop up in my notifications. So I went into my text, and it's there all right. Oh, Hasn't yeah. Been read. Oh, yeah. Well, What's let's... the Thanksgiving knockout game? Well, have you, have you heard about this knockout game thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. On I the thought news? there's like a new Thanksgiving one where the guy just walks up and hits you with a turkey. Just you wait on the street. That's what I'm saying. Next Thanksgiving, it's not going to be much of a surprise because <laughs> we got a whole year. But when the guy comes out of the kitchen carrying the platter of the turkey and everybody's wearing their best sweater, you just run right up to him, cold cock him, knock him out, and then run out of the house. <laughs> Take the turkey and go. <laughs> Well, I was thinking the other way it might be fun. Instead of punching people to knock them out, you take a frozen turkey and just hit him with the frozen turkey and then run away. And then when he regains consciousness, he has a nice turkey. Oh, so you leave not, the turkey. Yeah, you leave the turkey. Hit him with the turkey, leave the turkey. Knock him out with a turkey. Turkey knockout. You got knock knocked out. out. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy this turkey. <laughs> it's, it's another twist on the thing. Well, that's I. that was my big problem when I heard about this knockout game thing. It was like, and now they're saying, well, maybe this is a not an urban myth because it's obviously happened. They've seen, they've, they've got yeah, there's video of it. Of it. But it's so it's videotape of somebody knocking somebody out with one punch, which is, you know, terrible. And I, I think that most people kind of are under the impression that that's a hard thing to do. But it's actually not yeah. that hard to knock someone unconscious. It's hard to do if you're. If you, if I'm expecting it, if you come up to me and challenge me to a fight, and I have a pretty good idea that you're going to hit me, it's hard to knock me out. But if you're just walking down the street and some guy hits you from behind, yeah, you don't it's even easy see to knock coming, a person out. It's very yes. easy to knock Correct. somebody out. Correct. Yeah. Well, I prefer. What I'm saying. I prefer to be given the option of when or whether or not I'd like to be in a fight. Yeah, I'm saying if you're a giant coward, it's easy to knock somebody out. Yeah, well, I don't I mean, even if know. If, I don't know if no, I don't know if coward is the right word. I mean, I get what you're saying. I certainly wouldn't call those people brave who are knocking people out. But I think asshole. I think it's yeah. like, look, you're not allowed to just punch people who aren't expecting it because we don't want to live in a world where you can just get punched without expecting it, right? Yeah, I keep waiting to see the one for one of these videos for them to pick the wrong guy. Like I just. I feel like what what's with, I see all these guys wearing these mixed martial arts shirts and tap out shirts and stuff like why don't these guys try it on one of those guys and that guy just turns around and knocks him out 
Well, first of all, first of all, uh, the answer is if you're a guy who's trying to knock somebody out with one punch, I don't think you pick the guy in the tap out. I don't pick. Yeah, I don't, you know, true. you don't hang out in front of the you know the martial arts <laughs> training not center. Not go, boxing club. Let's see if we can take one of these guys out. Yeah, I don't think that's what you're doing. Now, those that's not yeah. the victim that you're looking for. First of all, but second of all, even if you are one of those. Um, mixed martial arts dudes if some guy's cold cocking you from behind you're still probably going to go down because they're they're hitting you unaware unexpected anyway it's just as i think it's a new thing that people are panicking about it it's terrible it's obviously terrible um please if you're listening don't go out today and try and knock someone out with one punch no no get some goldfish get some tropical fish maybe it's one of those things that i i don't understand a how it starts but then B, how it catches on. And people are like, oh, I should do that in my town. Well, that's what I don't understand you about don't it, You don't have too. a knockout guy in my town walking around. But I, I feel like it's – I feel like there's too many loner, violent assholes who don't have Angry any friends. They don't have any friends. So they got one friend who's also a jerk because that's the guy who's holding the camera or something. But it seems like if you ran this by any random ten people, you'd get somebody who said, like, no, I don't think you should do that. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like almost every person, if you showed that video, like, look what I did. I took a video of myself punching this. This guy didn't even see me. I just snuck up on him and knocked him out on the street. I feel like 10 out of 10 people are going to look at that video and be like, man, you're a douche. Yeah, that's not okay. Yeah, it's not. But somehow it's catching on and people are posting it and it's... Well, I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is catching on. I think there's a few dumbasses who are doing it and it's going to be over. I I feel like the news loves to report that stuff as if like, oh, this is a new thing and you don't even understand what human beings are like anymore. They'll just punch people in the head. You're the only person, person at home who's watching the news. You and me are the only person who don't think it's a good idea to go out and punch someone in the head. It's like, wait a minute. I kind of don't believe that. I believe that most of us think it is a bad idea and it's going to burn itself out. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's, but you're right. It's hard to believe what, if, if it is, I mean, I feel, I don't know how many times it's happened, but you're right. I'm sort of skeptical of the things you see on the news when they're like, this is an epidemic and it's happening everywhere. And people are doing this. It's one of those like, man, I don't know. I don't know what to believe in the news anymore, Jake. I don't know. I it all know. seems it all seems fake. And like today, I saw Obama was pardoning a turkey, and I was like, I, "That's got to be fake, right?" Nope, he's really doing it. No, they do it every year. The president yeah, does know. that every year. Know, Did that's you what forget I mean. that that's that, that happens? News story that you're like, "Well, that's from the Onion." No, the president pardons a turkey every year. It's a joke. It was a good joke the first time it happened, and then now they can't stop doing it. The president's like, yeah. "I got to do." I get that it's a lame joke, but we cannot eat this turkey. <laughs> it's, it's not a joke anymore. It's like your drunk uncle that gets up every Thanksgiving. And- pulls the same prank and you're like we got it uncle carl yeah do it every year except that you gotta buy two turkeys you gotta buy we gotta buy the one that you're gonna pardon and then you gotta (laughs) buy the other one that you're gonna eat right i guess yeah and then what's that pardon turkey gonna do what kind of life is that are you telling me we got all these turkeys running around the white house lawn (laughs) they've all been pardoned they send the same guy every year they just pardon the same turkey every year bring him in you would think they got him out back you would think that he would call, hey, this is bullshit. You would think I would have some company now every year they pardon a turkey, but no, it's me every year. Yeah, that's the next scandal that's going to break in the news, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to be sure whether or not I should believe it. They keep that turkey down in Guantanamo Bay. Did you know that? 
<laughs> They're waterboarding him right now so he doesn't talk. Uh huh. It's just one. It's all those all those guys from Afghanistan and Iraq and one turkey. <laughs> one giant turkey. And all the guy, all the other guys are talking about is the turkey. It's like, do we get to eat that turkey? What's the deal with the turkey that's down here? <laughs> He's pardoned the turkey, strutting around, <laughs> giving everybody the finger. I don't know if Turkey's going to give him a finger, but he's got an attitude. Yeah. He's like, he's got a huge attitude. I'm untouchable. <laughs> I'm a celebrity. That's, you, that's, you know, that's what they say that when you become the president, you get shown all the secret stuff. And then that's why, that's why the president can't do all the thing that he, things that he promised. Cause when you get become the president, they show you the secret file of like, there's right. a Turkey. You can't close Guantanamo Bay. Cause that's where we keep the Turkey that we keep pardoning. Yeah. And you, you know, yeah, <laughs> you can't. Aliens have already visited the Earth and are really running things. So that's why yeah. you, you, you can't, can't shut down nuclear power because they need that for their toothbrushes. <laughs> it's true. Yep, nuclear <laughs> power, right? Iran. What's happening with that? Do you even understand that? I don't. I don't. I don't understand it either. This is the thing to me when all at once everybody's on TV having a giant argument, and now I just turn it off. I, I turn it off as soon as they get to the argument part. Like we, we here's we're going to bring on two people who think the opposite thing, or at least are going to pretend to think the opposite thing, and then argue with each other. No one is going to get convinced, and whatever side you're on going in is probably the side you're going to be on coming out. I don't even understand that. <laughs> I don't either. But <laughs> break it down for me. What are they? We so we signed a treaty with Iran that allows them. Do we sign a thing with them? What do we do? Yeah, I don't know. They, they're basically like, okay, you can have some nuke stuff, but responsibly, you've got to be responsible. They're allowed to mess around with uranium, but not in the living room. But not. You can't shoot it at anybody. Yeah. Don't hit your brother with it. You can play with it. If you hit your brother with it, that's we're over. We're away. taking the uranium away. But I was just like, how does? I don't really understand how. Because if a country, if an entire country is like, I want to do it, how can they not just start doing it? Well, isn't that's, this all just kind of BS? Like they're I, probably doing it in an underground lab. So isn't everybody? Doesn't everybody have the potential? Like we went through this with Korea, and they were like. We're doing it, and people were like, "Whoa, don't!" And what? Well, don't. I remember. I remember when I was in high school, and I first learned how a nuclear weapon worked. Which is, if you just get enough radioactive, the right kind of uranium in one place, if you just get it close enough together, it blows up. It there's yeah. it's an atomic bomb. So yeah. all you really need. So basically, the way these bombs work is like it's a bunch of tubes that all go into a center chamber, and then can you hear me? Nigel? Oh, jeez. Hello? I don't know what happened. Are you there? I'm here. The video, it just, you froze and the video cut off. Yeah, I know. I just tried to turn my video back on. But I'll just keep talking. There you are. Okay. Um, so my understanding of the nuclear bomb, it's like all these tubes with uranium at the outside. And then when the bomb goes off... The charges push all the uranium into the middle of the thing, and as soon as it all gets t together tight enough in one place, it blows up. So that's basically how the simple atomic bomb works, is my understanding. And so the first time I learned that, which is, was in science class in 1970-something or 80, you know, <laughs> I thought, well, that means that I could build my own atomic bomb. So I don't know how you keep – I mean, how dumb do we think the Iranians are? 
Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if they want one, if anybody wants one, I feel like as a country, like, it's not talking, like, they're not talking about you and me sitting in your office right now going, hey, you want to build one? And we go, we we ask, we should ask the government first if we should could do it. Well, that's right. We would do that. I'm not interested. I gave, at first, when I first heard about it, I thought, oh, that would be cool. I'll build an atomic bomb. And then I thought, well, no, they're very dangerous and you don't want to mess around with that. I already had a model rocketry kit. People get hurt with those all the time. Yeah. I made a fertilizer bomb in the backyard one time. That was you it. did not. Me. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we used to blow, in my friend's backyard, we used to blow stuff up. Never anything, you know, no uranium or plutonium or nothing dangerous. Just like how fertilizer did you, and yeah, so gas, how diesel. Did you, we're going to get back to this whole Iranian nuclear weapons program. But aerosol how, cans. Aerosol cans blow up. Yeah, I know. You got to be careful with those. Don't put them in the fire, right? Yeah, that's what we were doing. And, <laughs> <laughs> and they, uh, they'll blow. They'll blow right off. Does that and little BB inside go flying? It's at, well, the end of the can. One of them, the end of the can. I remember the end of the can because we kind of ducked down behind this thing, and the end of the can shot off and lodged in the fence right behind us. And then we were like, "Wow, that would have put a hole in our heads. We yeah. should stop doing it." Yeah, no shit. Don't put them in the fire, right? <laughs> that's yeah. why they write that on the can. <laughs> you got to learn it yourself as yeah. a young boy. That's most most women would read that on the can and go, "Look, yeah. it says don't put it in the fire, so I'm not going to do it." Most guys are like, "I wonder what happens when you put it in the fire." <laughs> I gotta yeah. run an experiment, guys. There's some reason why they don't want us to put this in the fire. Let's put it in the fire and see what happens. <laughs> Until you want to know what the actual reason is for it. Maybe something amazing happens. <laughs> Until you're standing there looking at that <laughs> that disc bottom of the can wedged a half inch deep into a wooden fence. That's when you realize, <laughs> like, no bullshit. Let's not put these in the fire anymore. Yeah, but you had to well, get your funny, own data. The funny, the funny thing was, is we were using them as you know, if you light the end of a can and you can make like a flamethrower. Well, that so happened we, in a James Bond movie, right? That was yeah, a mistake. So we were doing that with it, and then just threw it in the fire, thinking, "Well, that'll like the can is not a flame; it ran out. So we'll uh-huh. throw it in the fire and just see what happens. Like it's going to blow up for sure. We think, uh-huh. although it's empty, so who knows? At least you it's took empty. cover. But then, yeah, when the end of the can shot off, that's when we were like, oh, it probably wasn't safe to be using as a flamethrower either. Like, that's probably a bad idea. No, it's probably dangerous. A lot of that stuff that James Bond does is dangerous, really, when when you think about it. But pretty fun at the same time. I can't remember. I think that was Goldfinger where he did the... the, It was like deodorant that he lit within a lighter. Anyway... Tell me more about the fertilizer bomb, Nigel. How did you? How did you? That blew a big hole in uh, my friend's garden. When did? Like what did you do? Did, so you took the fertilizer and you soaked it in motor oil or something? No, I think we just kind of dug a bit of a hole and threw some fertilizer in there and some diesel fuel, and uh, I don't like whatever else we had heard. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> make a bomb, and then yeah, and it was a big. It was a pretty big. We kind of mess made a mess of the yard that day. You're lucky you didn't get hurt. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, I told you about the uh, the end of the can shooting into the fence. Yeah, right? you did. Yeah, yeah you yeah. did. Yeah. That was first. Was that an early experiment before you moved on to the fertilizer bomb? Uh, no, I, th- I think the fertilizer was first. I think that was like the big one that we kind of went, wow. Well, how old were you? Uh, we were probably, I want to say like sixth grade. Mm-hmm. So seventh grade, maybe. So like 13 or something. Yeah, we were like 12, 13. 13. 
So yeah. I'm, so I'm just trying to get that information for other parents who might be listening. <laughs> if you've yeah, got a yeah, 13-year-old and you don't know where he is right now, you better check your garden shed because if he's got any fertilizer. Yeah. If your kids run around going, hey, Dad, do you need this uh, WD-40 anymore, this can? Can I have this? Don't let them have yeah. it. Yeah. No, you can't. Well, diesel f- fuel, who even has diesel fuel laying around? Uh, well, some people do. I guess in Canada, yeah. there's lots of diesel. Well, gas, gas, diesel, whatever. Yeah, but I don't have a can of gas at my house. That's just how I live my life. I'm in a city. Oh. I can go to the gas station if I need gas. Yeah, in Canada, everybody's got gas. You got to bring some gas home. Snowblowers, lawnmowers. You need all. You need all kinds of gas in your garage. Yeah, all kinds I of hear fuels, you. All I kinds of you. fuels and chemicals and whatnot. You shouldn't store them near oily rags. Yeah, you put it in there with the blasting caps and the shotgun shells. Keep it all in one place. <laughs> right next to the bottom of the water heater. <laughs> right, yeah, right next to that plug-in space heater Yeah, that I got in the 50s from my grandpa. Super safe. Put it right next to that. Super safe. So, yeah. So, yeah, I don't think you can stop the Iranians. They're like 13-year-old boys, and they have all the stuff, and they're going to make – if they want to make an atomic bomb, I sort of feel like you have to treat people – you have to treat all these countries like they're just as – they got as much right to be a country as we got a right to be a country. It's like, look, exactly. you're going to have these things. you got to play by the same rules as the rest of us. You can't point them yeah. at other people. You can't point your nuclear bomb at other people, and you can't set it off without um, consequences like we kick your ass. That's the same right. – everybody's playing by the same rules that we played with the Soviet Union. It's like, look, if you blow that, th- if you blow anything up with that thing, then everybody's going to blow you up with theirs. So then we all agree it's a bad idea. Let's not mess around with those. But I do get yeah. why you want to have one because you're brand, you never had one before and you feel want to feel powerful. Well, and also it's one of those weird things where it's hard to be like, you can't have, well, yeah, we got a bunch of them, but you, you can't have one. Well, we're the daddy. We're the responsible <laughs> daddy parent country. I know. And you're the but child country. But not in country. their eyes. Yeah, you're the child country. No, that's what, that's how we think yeah. of ourselves. That's what I'm yeah. saying is we think of ourselves as we're the responsible parent. United States is a responsible parent. Sure, we're waterboarding people and we got a secret <laughs> prison where we keep a turkey that we pardon every year. But, yeah, we're the responsible parent. That's how we and do. we've invaded countries for no reason at all whatsoever, but still. No, come on. We did have a good reason. We had a good reason. You there know, was they no had, weapons of mass destruction. They had destruction. something that we wanted. That wasn't the reason. Oh, yeah, okay, that reason. There was something that we wanted. <laughs> <laughs> you make a good point because I'm sure Iran doesn't want anything from anyone. Well, There's what they really want is if American uh, TV shows and movies and toilet paper and you know soft drinks and stuff. And that's right. why that's why the sanctions. That's why they're willing to make these deals. Are like, okay, if we can get to Coke and McDonald's, then we won't. We'll yeah. do your nuclear weapon thing in secret, so you don't do know. Do not we're cut off our true religion gene supply. <laughs> We we will do anything. They're you the say. number one consumer of those true religion <laughs> jeans now. It just take that's how it goes through a cycle. But it's first the hipsters wear it, then yeah. then the corporate dads wear it, and then the Iranians get it somewhere <laughs> after that. I think because the true religion guy over you know he overestimated what was gonna the trend, and well, now he's like now we got an airport hangar full of these. We got to where what market do we go to now? Iran. Well, that's where they, that's how it all starts off. It becomes first, it's this exclusive, super hip luxury thing, and then it yeah. becomes a thing that everybody's wearing, and then the hipster has to throw them away because now you got to yeah. get a new thing. I guess I I don't understand. I I bought, I've fallen for the cool guy jeans. I got a couple of those G Star jeans. 
You know those yeah. jeans? Is that a Canadian company? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that I don't know. But that I bought I a pair. I bought a pair because I was in Canada. I was at that mall, at the West Edmonton Mall. Yeah, yeah. So I bought a pair of G-Star jeans. You're walking around. You look in those stores all day, every day. You're finally like, okay, you're gonna buy I'll something. buy a, you got to buy something. So I bought a pair of the jeans. And they're, you know, they're fancy fancy guy i'm a cool guy because i have these cool jeans but when they sell you the jeans they act as if like these are you you don't wear these jeans every day but never wash them but these are your jeans you can wear them every day you never wash them you just put them in the freezer and put them back on when you get up in the morning they act as if you're buying those jeans as if you're a you're some kind of gold miner back in the gold rush and this is your one pair of pants that you're going to wear forever they don't they don't really acknowledge the fact that this is one of my many pairs of pants and in fact i have other pairs of jeans yeah that's weird. Like, so they were treating these jeans like an investment. Like, they this is something that you're gonna pass on to generations ahead of you. Like, these are the jeans. They're gonna last right. forever. They got this wax coat. They have a little bit of wax in them, you know, that's to make them a little them the bit of stiff. They, well, they say so. That's why you don't want to wash them because then you'll wash the wax coating out of them, so they won't look the same. So they're saying this you got to keep them in the freezer. When I don't buy the jeans. I anymore. know. I should have punched this guy in the mouth, but he seemed so yeah. nice, and he acted like he was my friend, and he seemed cool. So I thought, if I get these pants, I'm going to be in the same cool group as this guy. Mm. You should have waited till he was walking away down the mall, and then punched him from behind, right knock from him behind, right out, knock him out, <laughs> and then I'll take all the jeans I want. How about that, tough yeah. guy? As soon as somebody says these jeans have a wax coating on them, that's when I'm not interested anymore. You're out of there. Yeah, yeah. Like, what am I doing? I'm not on a horseback, you know, riding the storm. Remember those jeans that were popular like 10 years ago or so, 10, 12 years ago, where it looked like you worked in a pickle factory? Like they were blue jeans, but then they sort of looked kind of yellow green and they would have burnt holes, like burnt holes in them and stuff. Like, what the hell? These are brand new jeans, but they look like somebody's been wearing them to work at a terrible job. Like, oh, the guy who used to have these jeans died at work. Do you want them? (laughs) They were really expensive. I never bought those jeans, the pickle factory jeans. Some of the fertilizer got too hot, too close to the garage heater. You got a little. That was it. The jeans are a little burnt. They got some burnt holes in them, but you can have them. We got all the meat off them. Yeah, <laughs> we've been. They smell a little bit like burning flesh, but other than that, they're pretty good. You'll jeans. be fine. Don't wash them. Just put them in the freezer, and you can eat whatever you scrape off them. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. Ah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about jeans, but what else? Black Friday. Black Friday is time to go buy some jeans. Yeah, well, we're having right? Black Wednesday. It's Black Wednesday today as we're talking what? on Black Wednesday. Now they're calling it oh, Black Wednesday. because it's tomorrow, because Thanksgiving Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Right? I don't know. So the two days on either side are black days. I don't know if you have to oh, be they black. Snuck a pre, they snuck a pre-Black Friday day. Yeah, Black yeah. Wednesday, Black Friday. And then did you hear Kmart was – my wife told me this, so I have no idea if it's true, but why not? This is the internet where anything could be true if you yeah, say it confidently know. enough. Um, my wife told me that Kmart was not even going to be closed on Thanksgiving. They were just going to – they just said, hey, employees, you're working on Thanksgiving. We're going to stay open. How about that? Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, Kmart getting controversial. Naughty. Well, Kmart's not going to be closed in Canada, are they? I don't even know if we have Kmart up here. Probably not. I don't think there are that many Kmarts. I think it's a desperate move. Yeah, I think Kmart is on its way out. That's why they're like, let's just try it. Who knows? That's where we're at. Turn a profit. That's where we're at in America. We're pardoning turkeys, but if you work at Kmart, sorry, you got to go to work today. 
you got to go to work. It's either go to work or we're eating you. Those are your two choices. No health care benefits, and you got to work. So don't don't die. So, but Canada has a Thanksgiving, don't they? Yeah, it's uh, October fourteenth. I think was this year. Oh, so we do it it before Halloween, even. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we started killing our Indians before you guys, I guess. Mm Hmm. Is it turkey? Is that what you have for Thanksgiving in Canada? (laughs) Yeah. Or do you just eat an Indian? I mean. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really even get it. But, uh, yeah, I think – I don't know. I feel like in Canada it's more about the har- – it was kind of like the harvest But thing is it a real thing it. or is it a real thing or not? Do you? Oh, yeah. No, it's a real thing. It's Thanksgiving. It's in October. We do it before you guys. And you do eat and, a turkey uh, then? Yeah, yeah. It's turkey. It's okay. a whole turkey uh, extravaganza. With, it's uh, impossible mashed potatoes and whatnot, stuffing. You do the whole, uh, the whole, the whole nine yards. So it's a, similar, it's a similar meal. Pumpkin pie, apple pie. Got it. Uh, Does Canada have nuclear weapons? I, I doubt it. I don't think we can afford them. <laughs> I sort of feel like the smart move as a country is to say, look, we don't want nu- nuclear weapons. We're a lover. We're a lover, not a fighter. I don't know that that's what Canada's message is, but it would be smart if it was Canada's message because it's cold up there. It's a lot easier to make love than fight in the cold, I think. Well, don't I, you? I think we never got them because we were, cause we're friends with you guys. So if you got a – if you're – Best friend is the toughest guy in town. What do you need to learn karate for? Sure, sure. You're always hanging out with your best friend next door. And the other thing was, is there was I think there was kind of when when Russia had them or the former Soviet Union, I don't know whatever. Back in the, when there was the big arms race, the nukes, we were right in the middle. Like they were just going to fly. Oh, so it was just kind of like, well, we're we're doomed anyways. We're either. Because mm-hmm. whoever whoever wins, we're going to get hit with the fallout, and <laughs> it's all over. Like so much. Right. So you just so decided we're just going to stick with what we're good at: maple yeah. syrup and a guy a guy in a red jacket on a horse. Do you still have that? Yeah, yeah, we got that. That's our thing. It was like, let's just be nice. We'll just be nice. We'll be diplomatic and friendly to everybody, and uh, hope for the best. The Canadian Mountie. Now I remember the Dudley Do Right cartoon, and Canadian Mounties were a thing that we used to see. They were an iconic thing on american well, yeah, television still around. they still put that on like when uh like for remembrance day for november 11th mm-hmm. veterans day for you guys uh yeah they still put on the traditional the red coat and the pants with the yellow stripe and the hat and the, that's their formal, formal but they don't dress. wear that when they're just doing traffic stuff no when they're just out as cop they look like a regular mm-hmm. cop like a basic they have the same hat like a new york cop would have or whatever but all same those guys thing. at home have the red jacket and the other things. Yeah, yeah, they got it in their closet. They got a horse, a red coat. <laughs> Everybody's got a horse. Stuff. Sometimes, if it's in a city, it's just an inflatable horse, right? Yeah. No, no, real horse. You got to have a real horse. <laughs> oh, you got to have a real horse. Keep it. You, and that's for yours. You got to work that out. But you, it's got to be tough. ready anytime. If there's a special presentation, the Stanley Cup's coming through town. Hey, get your red coat, your horse. Get down here. That's got to be tough if you live in an apartment to keep a horse in there quiet. Yeah. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. Being a civil servant isn't all that easy sometimes. Yeah, well, maybe the next year, and maybe you should consider letting them have inflatable horses. I feel like that's a good idea. Or just one of those stick ones with the furry head. (laughs) Well, no, let's not be ridiculous. (laughs) You just show up. (laughs) You can just tape it. It's taped to, like, your wrist. They tape it to one of your hands so you don't have to worry about it. You don't drop it by accident. It's a, it's a billy club. The top of it's a little stuffed horse head, and the bottom is the billy yeah. club, right? Or maybe the bottom is like a – maybe they update it to like a you know, a taser gun or taser, something on the yeah, bottom. Yeah, I like it. You could shoot pepper spray out of the horse's nose, and then the bottom of the stick is a taser gun. 
Now, the, do the Canadian police have guns? They carry guns, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we live right next door to you guys, of course. No, I know, but I have to ask questions because I don't oh. get up there. I don't pay it. I don't have a lot of encounters with the police when I'm up there. Um, but I was true. asking because, you know, Great Britain, they've got, they don't, the yeah, Bobbies, they don't, they don't do have them. guns, right? Yeah, in well, I England? think they do for certain things, At home. Right? They get a box of guns back at the cop shop, but they don't carry guns around with them all the time. Yeah, they're not just walking around with them all the time, which mm-hmm. seems weird in this day and age. It's safe. Well, nowadays you need a metal tube around your neck to keep yourself from getting knocked out. Yeah, you got to wear a helmet. you got to walk around in a full helmet with a face shield oh, on how it. How hilarious would that be if that was New Yorkers' response to the, to the yeah. knockout game? Oh. I'm putting this on. Too bad. <laughs> just going to work in a helmet. Yep. That's it. <laughs> New York fucking city. Deal with it. Guess what, life? If that's your move, guess what my move is? Helmet. I'm helmeting up. I'm putting it on. I'm wearing it around. And and if I, st- if I don't feel safe doing that, I might put some shoulder pads on, too. Who knows? <laughs> go fuck yourself, knockout game. <laughs> go, go fuck yourself. I'm not playing. I'm putting my helmet on, and I'm not playing. I'm not in the knockout game. I'm out. <laughs> I'm officially out of the game. My helmet is on. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, we don't have... Uh... You're not having Thanksgiving. We're going to Thanksgiving because i got to fly to Florida for these gigs at the in Fort Lauderdale. Um, we're not making Thanksgiving dinner because I'm leaving it. My flight's at 6.30 on Friday morning. So i got to leave the house at 4.30, get up at 4 in the morning. So I'm, we're not going to have a big Thanksgiving dinner here at the house. We're going to someone else's house, which oh. is always weird. And we're at a transition stage with our couple relationships. So we're going to someone's house who we don't really know that well. And we're going to be meeting all of their par- friends and parents, relatives, stuff, who we don't know at all. So oh. we're going to be spending Thanksgiving with strangers and wow. it's going to be that kind of like, well, I'm thankful that I'm not alone, sort of, except for yeah. some of you people who I would rather not be with. Right. I mean, that's not the right spirit. I'm not I'm trying. I'm going to go for a little more like it's great to make new friends on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Just put your helmet on, your leather pants, make the best of mm-hmm. it. Knockout game. Right. You don't know, I don't know who I'm dealing I don't know who I'm dealing with at this Thanksgiving. Know. I walk in with a motorcycle helmet and then yeah. I explain myself. Look, I don't know you people and I just want to be clear that I'm in a safe place before yeah. I take this helmet off, right? And they go in, why are you wearing that tube top? And you go, Because I thought it was gonna be hot. And I'm also sexy. I'm a person. <laughs> <And> I'm, <laughs> I'm a sexual also- being. And Happy also, Thanksgiving. Stomach, it's Thanksgiving. I want my stomach to have a little growth room. I don't want to be stretching on my shirt. <laughs> I'm going to air this sucker out before I fill it up. <laughs> I hate having lint in my belly button. <laughs> I show up in a tube top and a helmet, and I'm just rubbing kind of lotion on my belly the whole oil, time. Just rubbing baby oil on your... Got to keep the skin loose. Don't want to stretch marks. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Let me know if you need a wet wipe for the toilet later. Because <laughs> I got a bunch in my purse. I got a big, I got a big bag. Yeah, I'm bringing a purse. I'm packing a purse. Purse, fanny pack, whatever you want to call it. Just for Thanksgiving, I keep a Just lot of, my- I keep a lot of antacid and wet wipes in there. I call it my Thanksgiving supply pack. Yeah. Where's the booze? <laughs> I got all these tiny bottles from the plane. <laughs> I'm going to fill them up. 
Uh, I'm going to fill up these tiny bottles because usually I get ejected from Thanksgiving dinner at some point in the afternoon. And then I like to have some drinks for later. Backed at away. Point, at some point, you guys are going to put me in the yard. So I need these. Yeah, it's not my first Thanksgiving, okay? I know how to do it. I know what happens. When I'm out there in the yard, I'm not just going to be crying. I'm going to be having a couple of drinks. And also crying. <laughs> and also crying. I'm not, But I'm just saying I'm not just going to be crying. I'm also going to be having a couple of drinks. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Thanksgiving. I don't – I think I may – I may kind of have to either not have any drink. I just, I, I so hate getting up at four in the morning. Oh, yeah, that's it's just, you don't feel right. And then to, I'm going to get up at four and then fly to Florida and then do two shows that night, which will be, it's sort of fun to do two shows when you're kind of disoriented and yeah, and groggy, punchy. but um, yeah, it'll be a good time. It'll be it a, is a bad time. move. I mean, I also, I, my flight coming home this weekend, I booked like the first flight because like I was just like I just want to get out of there and get home. But it's like a like a six a.m. flight, uh-huh. and then I realized it's a bit of a hike from the gig to the airport. And so I have the same thing. It's like and you got to get be there an hour early. And I'm I was just like oh, I'm doing the same thing like a four a.m. yeah five a.m. kind of thing and it sucks i mean sometimes it's good because you just get it over with you're just out and done but also it can just be such a suck on your life well when you buy the plane ticket it seems like yeah i'm just gonna muscle up and do it but then the day before you actually have to do it you're like what kind of a time travel asshole am i i was so wrong about how i was gonna feel right now this is a big mistake i wish i had flown out later in the day yeah, and then after the show, when it's like the show went late and you had like three extra beers and you're just like, yeah. ah, I got to be up in two hours now. Yeah, you ah. pinch it into the hangover zone because you're having fun. You just finished a gig. It was a yeah, great week. You just got paid. There's a couple of free drinks there waiting for you. You like the other comics, so you have a little cast party. Now yeah. you're flying home on four hours of sleep. Ooh. Ooh. Son of a biscuit. Good God. Yeah, well... You know, it is what it is. Flying. Ah. Yeah. Well. Oh, good. Um, what uh, are you guys? So wait. So Thanksgiving is happening this weekend. Have they done? Is thanks? Is Christmas stuff out already down there? Or is Thanksgiving? Do they? Yeah, do no. They, they do the courtesy of saying no. Finish Thanksgiving. No. Then do Thanksgiving Christmas. is over as a holiday that gets decorated for. I mean, it used to be when I was a kid, they'd put up some pilgrims and some Indian corn and turkeys and kind of thank. There were th- there was such a thing as Thanksgiving decorations. They would take down the Halloween decorations. They would sort of put up the Thanksgiving decorations, and right after Thanksgiving, it would be Christmas time. But now, yeah. we come right out of Halloween and go right into Christmas. It's on. Uh, Christmas is on. Yeah, it's on because I was out yesterday and Christmas music in all the stores. They they full on. It's into the yeah. Christmas music, and it was well. I guess it was because wait, what's today? I guess it was two days ago, mm-hmm. and so I was like, it's it's less than a month to Christmas, and we're already well. When we're done, month, it's over a month. When Christmas. we're done with this conversation, I'm going down to Black Wednesday at the surf shop. Oh, are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. See if they got maybe I'm gonna, I think I might get a surfboard for Christmas. Um, that's California living, huh? You're not getting surfboards for Christmas up there in Canada, are you? Nope, nope. You're getting snowshoes. Uh, anything that's made out of shearling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those sheep. 
They got it yeah. hard. They got it hard at Christmas time. Ooh. Getting peeled and turned inside out yeah. for some boots. <laughs> not, not as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> There's no sheep in Guantanamo Bay, I can tell you that. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, so it's Christmas already, and it's, yeah, I don't know. It's I like Christmas. I, I, I'm already over the music, though. It was like my first day of the, noticing Christmas shopping, and it's like there's only like... I feel like there's only six Christmas songs. Yeah, there and, are, and but then there's a bunch of different again. versions of them. The best ones are old soul, you know, yeah. R&B Christmas songs that somebody made up. You don't hear up. those, though, when you're out. Not when you're you shopping, no. Songs. You don't get to hear Christmas in Jail or Christmas Time in New no. Orleans. Or you just hear the same sort of six. Santa's got a hangover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, there's yeah, there's not a lot of Christmas songs. I really only listen to the Christmas music when I'm out where someone is subjecting me to it and then yeah. at home just on Christmas Day and then that's it. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think I re- I think I have a little bit of Christmas music in my mm-hmm. in my repertoire, but no. What are you going to be some of the stuff that's What are you going to be splurging that? on for Christmas this year? I don't know. I haven't even thought about it. I didn't even ask. I was asking my niece yesterday what she wants. She hasn't even put her list together. You got a list? Stuff? What do you got? She's like, I don't know yet. Well, my daughter's been hitting the Christmas list since last year. It's more oh, really? American. She thinks she wants an American Girl doll, but she's already got a couple of American Girl dolls. And it's like, I don't want to get her another. Because she's, she's going to stop wanting to play with those pretty soon. But uh, anyway. Yeah. Get her. Hey, you want a tip? Get her a little fertilizer. Right. Yeah, that's all. That's a boy. That's a boy's present, <laughs> Nigel. Come on. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's true. So, um, I guess we can wrap it up for thank. This is the uh, post Thanksgiving episode. But uh, would you like? To, let's talk about what you might be thankful for. Oh man, what am I thankful for? I'm not prepared because I don't have. A, I know. Well, you think about it. Let's talk about coffee. Okay. You're drinking coffee. I've been. I'm I've thankful been, for coffee. I know. Me too. But I've been having to lay off of the coffee. I can't do it first thing in the morning all the time now. Really? I burn myself out. I think. So I I'm not in drinking, a good place. I've started drinking less coffee. Sometimes yeah. I sometimes I don't drink it during the day. Like I've sometimes I get down. up and I really feel like it, and then sometimes I just don't. I don't drink it at all. What about or beer? sometimes I'll wait till later in the day and then have a cup like today. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I'll have a little bit while we're doing this. It'll keep me awake. Yeah. What about beer? I've kind of been off the beer too. I, beer has been, I love beer. Beer is kind of one of my favorite things about being in Canada because there's lots of really mm-hmm. good, uh, I like having a nice pint now and then. But I found it really makes me feel like garbage. And not drinking, I mean, I don't mean drinking a lot of beer. I mean, like, if I just go out and have one, like, a pint or two pints, I just, I feel like It weighs you down. It can weigh you down. Yeah, and it never used to. I mean, I, but maybe I'm just hitting a phase where my body's just like, hey, don't Well, it's either the aging process or we both have a virus. Yeah, or it could be. That's what I was wondering with all these new, uh, all these kids and their crazy micro brews. Maybe there's some kind of, I was like, if I'm getting some kind of... God damn gluten thing. I love the idea of going to the doctor and go, Hey doctor, after I have a couple of beers, I feel kind of sluggish. I think there might, I think I might be sick. <laughs> it's like, no dude, you got a buzz. That's a buzz. No, no, I need a prescription. I need a prescription to make these beers go down easier. Yeah. I, I don't like feeling sluggish after a couple of beers. Could you prescribe me some kind of speed or what do you give to housewives that are depressed? That's what I like to take a couple of those when I'm <laughs> drinking beer. 
because I've tried whiskey. That's not helping. No. Well, you talk about sluggish. <laughs> now I feel sluggish, but I want to fight somebody. That's not a good yeah. feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. What about us? What about you? Do you got a list of things you're thankful for? You got to probably make a speech at this Thanksgiving oh dinner with a bunch of people you don't know. I'm, I've, been, I've been pretty happy this year. My wife, Belinda, and I were talking about how we're really getting along great. We're great. You know, we're really kind of loving each other right now. <laughs> Not anymore, because you just started laughing as you said that sentence. We had a fight you this just morning. just blew the streak. We had a fight this morning that was so <laughs> completely irrational about something that it was had zero to do with either one of us and why did we give a shit but we both got just fired up about like no you're not listening to me no you're not listening to me it was like afterwards it was funny because we had both just the day before been talking about how great things are going we're really getting along you know i feel like in a marriage over a long term like 12 years it goes it definitely goes up and down as to how you're feeling or getting along with the other person and and the amount of days where you feel like boy i really wish i wasn't involved in this relationship right now goes goes down when things are going good you're not feeling you feel like oh maybe we're done having those days again and then you have one and you're like ah oh, fuck it's back again but it just it's temporary so anyway I'm, I'm thankful for my relationship i'm loving my wife and i'm glad our our kid is healthy you know and she's so happy so and and uh, other than that i feel okay about my haircut i'm taping <laughs> I'm taping a new. Uh, I'm taping my special. That's going to be next week or this week, oh, the week you? that this is coming out. It's going to be this week in Cleveland, Ohio, at Hilarities, which is a great club. So I'm excited about recording that show. I got a, I got clothes picked out. My parents are flying in. I think there's going to be great crowds. I've got a this cool Van Gogh painting as a backdrop. It's going to be Ooh. awesome. I think. Fancy. So uh, yeah, I'm thankful that I'm able to make all these little positive moves right now, and uh, who knows, next year could be my year, Nigel. I think that's entirely possible. I feel yeah. like every year is kind of your year, though. <laughs> You've had a lot of good years. You've had some great I've years. I've had a lot of great years. Well, yeah, but I think certainly. What you're saying is this year could, this next year could be even better. This could be a great year. Well, I feel like wherever you're at in life, you, you've always got that, like, oh, I, I would love to just take it up a notch from here. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it's important to be thankful for where you're at. That's I'm already at a pretty good notch. Yeah, same here. I agree. I think I feel pretty thankful for lots of stuff. But mostly, I think health. Health and all my friends and family and relationships and everybody's healthy. And that's kind of the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the, yeah. In this past year. I mean, it's... Uh, just having that is, man, that's winning. Mm-hmm. You know, not having anybody sick or... Well, and yeah. you live in Canada where if you did get sick, you could actually go to a doctor. <laughs> yes. I gotta go, if I get sick, I got to go, well, how sick am I? Because I haven't hit my deductible yet. You got to self-heal. You got to just will yourself better. I depend a lot on uh, sage and uh, incense and other kind of herbal... Yeah remedies but i'm doing okay except for the beer thing rubbing lotion on your belly too yeah that helps yeah well Well, yeah i'm gonna i'll go i'm gonna oil up my belly for my big thanksgiving dinner yep and uh, and i'm gonna just say happy thanksgiving to everybody who's listening i know it's over but happy thanksgiving and i hope i'll see you in cleveland i hope i wish i'd see you again nigel yeah maybe one of these days i mean skype is great yeah yeah it's good yeah. Can, it's good to it's good to know that your your hair is coming along like when when you say that 
I know you're not lying. You can see it. I love what your hair's it. doing, too. Your hair's doing a little kind of a waterfall. <laughs> I was wearing a hat earlier, so yeah. my hair's pretty giant right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, happy Thanksgiving, Nigel. Happy Thanksgiving, Jake. All the best to you and yours and the listeners. And our listeners. Yep. Happy Thanksgiving, Thank listeners. Go eat some turkey. Go destroy an animal. They already did it. This is after that. Oh, yeah, it's actually after. Yeah. Oh, well. So, well, whatever. You could eat another turkey if you want. Go eat another turkey. Go have another one. Have a turkey sandwich. You know there's extra turkeys out there. There's, I know where there's one. Guantanamo there's, Bay. Yeah, there's two. It's, he's, he could be on Air Force One right now heading down there. Mm-hmm. That would be a good... Uh, That'd be a good stoner movie where you go down to Guantanamo Bay to ke- to free that turkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, write it up. It's See? a short movie. It's a very short movie. Oh, are you kidding? No, there's a lot of planning and training for that. It's not. It's not just. Not if you're a stoner. Not if you're a stoner. You just you just you just put on your tube top and get down there. Get down there. I love that you're putting this tube top thing into the stoner category. Yeah, well, I just feel like it's hot down there, so you want to be dressed. Right, good point. Yeah, and tube top is great. Is great. Is great weather. Hot weather apparel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My stomach gets hot sometimes. Oh, mine too. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what I'm gonna say when I'm rubbing oil on my belly at this Thanksgiving dinner where I don't know anybody. My stomach is hot sometimes. I just like the way you said mine too. I would just say mine too. With that, just just say that for everything. <laughs> Anytime somebody says something, that's just I just your two cents. I, I mine agree too. I agree in a kind of bare sex, <laughs> berry sexual kind of way with it. Whatever anybody says, yeah, me too. Me too. No, oh, that's right. You're going to the bathroom. Can I come? <laughs> I'm sorry, I need to wash my hands. Me too. <laughs> Me too. My, my hands are so dirty. Mine get dirty at work. <laughs> okay. All right, Nigel. Yeah. All right, Jake. Good times. Good times. Good podcast. Thank you again for listening this week. Um, this is me just here to tuck you in, just to say goodnight, just to say thank you again. I really appreciate all your support. And uh, if you'd like to do me a favor, if you'd like to, go on iTunes. Give the show a positive review. Rate it a lot of stars. Make, rate it the maximum stars. Say that there's not enough stars in your star wallet in order to rate this show as highly as you feel it deserves. But what do stars cost you? Nothing. They're free to look at, but try and buy one at a store. Hey, don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Talk into the machine, please. I'm talking. I can't hear you unless you talk into the machine. Hey, when are you up here again? What are the dates that you're up here? Do you um, remember? Kind of. Or do you know offhand? Uh, yeah, I'm up in Edmonton the 23rd through the 26th of January. Okay. All right, I'm going to write that down. Whoa!
Ooh, I snuck a little plug in there. I miss you, buddy. Yeah, man, me too. I'm sorry we're not uh, hanging out doing this in person. This was a pretty good... Re- I feel like the recording quality was really good on this one. Yeah, it sounded good. It we sounded, sounded good. We sounded way better than our last ones. Yeah, the tenants are using the dryer upstairs, so we'll see how that affects it. But uh, Okay, the news just... Uh, I had the news paused and the DVR ran out, so I don't know. It just spiked in now, so I don't think okay. I hear that in the background. Obama's oh. pardoning the turkey as we speak. <laughs> yeah, because well, that's that when the, you pause. That was the last thing I was watching. I paused. I was like, I can't watch this. Uh, okay. <sighs> okay. Well, I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye, Nigel. Okay, bye.